Okay, we're holding on Ayn Gimel Amadalif. We have went already into this Amud. We are uh, nine lines into the Amud by the two dots, Itmar. It's continuing the Machlekes of Abayi and Rava. Everyone agrees that on Shabbos, Misasik, if you did an action without any intention to do the action, then you're not chayiv. Either because it says, Meleches Machshemis, that the Meleches he did in the Mishkan had to be with thought. And therefore, also on Shabbos, it has to be a Meleches with thought, with intention. I had intention to do the action. The only thing is, I didn't know it was Shabbos. I didn't know it wasn't allowed. But if I didn't know I'm doing the action, then everyone agrees, you're not chayiv. The question is, to what extent? So we had one Machloikis, regarding this detaching something which is growing from the ground. Then Abaya said, only if I had no intention to cut, then I am cutter. But if I had an intention to cut, although I had no intention to detach, I'm chayiv. And Rabbi said, no, even if I had an intention to cut, cut has nothing to do with detach. There was a watermelon on the ground, I, I, detached, I, I had an intention to cut it, and I didn't realize that it's connected. I had no intention to do the action of disconnecting. So we're going to have now two similar machloikism with the same idea, seemingly, between Abayi and Rabbi. The same idea that someone had an intention to do an action, but not at all the action of the Isser. And Abayi will say that he's high, and Rabbi said that he's spot. So let's see the first example. Itmar, we have learned. If someone had an intention to throw an object to Amis in Rishasarabim, the Zanak Arban and happened to roll or to fly and then to land after four Amis. You're not allowed to pick something up from one place in Rishasarabim and, and throw it or bring it to a place out of four Amis. He had no intention to do that. Not that he forgot that it's Shabbos, not that he forgot that it's not allowed. He knew it's not allowed and he knew it's Shabbos. He just had no intention to throw the object for Amos. He had an intention to throw the object to Amos. And it went for four Amos. So he had an intention to do the action of throwing. He just had no intention to do the action of throwing more than four Amos. Which is similar to having an intention to cut, but no intention to detach from the ground. So we have the same Achlaikis. Rava Omar Potter, because he had no intention to do the action of carrying more than four arms. Abai Omar Chayim. So he explains, Rava Omar Potter, the loy komichav, and he had no intention, Lizriko the Arba, to throw for four arms. Abai Omar Chayim, why? The komichav, and he has an intention, Lizriko Ba'ama, to throw it. Similar to cunning. He's also has an interest to throw it. And that's already enough. That you, uh, you could say that I had intention to do this, it was Machshambis, and therefore I am uh, Chai. I did the Mullah. Another case. Kasavar one thought, he came to a place, he thought that Eir was up, he thought the Mechitzas are, are standing, and he started throwing things around. No. They found out that it was so broken, the Mechitzer, the Eruv, that many people can break through this area, broke through this area, 
and it turned into me a proper or whatever, he just made a mistake. He thought he was in one place, he was in a different place. Same idea. And he happened to carry four Amis. So here it's a bit more. He really had an intention to carry four Amis. But he had no intention whatsoever to carry four Amis in Rishon Saramim. So Rav says the same thing. Rav Amar Potter, because he had no intention to do the action of the Molochah. And Abayi Omer Chayim. Rav Amar Potter, why? He had no intention to do the type of throwing which is not allowed. He had no intention to throw something in Rishon Saramim. The Abayi Omer Chayim, Abayi says it's Chayim, why? He has an intention to throw. Okay. So we have three machloikism with the same exact logic. Cutting a... Someone had an intention to cut a vegetable and he didn't know that it's attached. He had an intention to throw an object for two amis in Rishul Sarabim and it went for four. He had an intention to throw four amis and he, saw, he thought it was Rishul Sarabim and it happened to be Rishul Sarabim. It makes more sense to say that he thought it was, let's say, a Carmen's he didn't realize that it's a really public place, and, happened, and he found out that it's a public place. It's not a Rosh Hashanah. It was a Carmel, he's popular. I mean, the rice is not an issue. So he thought it was a Carmel, so that's saying he found the Rosh Hashanah. That might be easier to make a mistake than between Rosh Hashanah and Rosh Hashanah. Right? Something If we have three cases with the same exact logic, the question is just say one, I'll know the rest. Why do I have to have three arguments with the same exact logic? So the Gemara, each one adds something which I would not have known if just the other one would have been written. What is that? If I would be told the first case when someone cut the vegetable and a robber says he spotted, I would say, That's only the robber says he spotted. He had no intention to cut it in a forbidden way which means he did not want to detach it. Clearly not. Something happened over here that he did not want. I wanted to cut a piece of watermelon. I never intended to detach something from the ground. However, in when he had intention to throw for two Amis and it went for four Amis, it's not a different type of action. It's the same action plus more. It's just for Isurim, it's only Asur if it's four. But it's the same type of action. And therefore, the Arba I cannot throw something for four Amis without throwing it first for two Amis. Which means my intention has been done. I wanted to throw this for two Amis, and it actually was, plus two. It wasn't something else. It was the same thing that I wanted with a bit more. So then I might say, I did intend to do this type of action. What I intended to do actually happened, so maybe I'm high. So as I tell you, no. Since at the end of the day, you have no intention to do it for four Amis, you're not high. Now, Okay, I'm sorry, I didn't finish it off. Since what I wanted to do actually happened, I might have thought, I would have thought that he would agree to Abaya that he's high. So why can't they just say that second case when he threw things for two hours and then I would know already by the first case when he cut the vegetable? 
V'yesh l'inan v'ho. I'm sorry. Why did I say the third case? The case that he threw in, that he wanted to throw in Rishus Hayachid. Because V'yesh l'inan v'ho. If I would tell you that when he wanted to throw for two Amis, he is potter. Only here I might have said, Rav is saying that you're potter. You had no intention to throw things for Amis. For Amis is a type of throwing. And that type of throwing, you had no intention. Since you had no intention, it's considered that you didn't, it, it was unintentional. It wasn't a Shabbos. The type of action is what exactly you wanted. You wanted to do what something and you actually did it. The same exact thing, the same exact length, the same exact measurement. I wanted to lift an object and throw it after four hours. I just did not know the status of the area. So I did what I intended to do. And therefore I might have thought that I would have thought that he will greet Abayah. Therefore, we need all three cases. Now, it does not explain why we need the first two cases. Well, it could very be just to explain what Abayah says. That I would have thought Abayah agrees to Rav in the, in the earlier cases. Good. So I could have said the first and the last. Okay. To figure out why they say all three and not just the first and the last, which would teach us everything about Abayah and Rav or whatever they say. Okay. So we know there's a machlekes over here that according to Abaya, whenever someone intended to do an action which is related to the molacha, but he had no intention to do the actual molacha, he is chayim. According to Rava, no. If he had no intention to do the actual molacha, I'm put. Now, in We have the question which reoccurs in the Gemara. The question which we have a trouble with in the Mishnah, that the Mishnah says there's a possibility of someone who knew about Shabbos, but he accidentally did all 39 Malachas. And he has to bring 39 carbon Chakas. Now, seemingly that makes no sense because the, the, the way we understand accidentally doing a malacha is knowing what I'm doing and either thinking it's not Shabbos or thinking it's not a malacha. So if he knows it's Shabbos, he must be thinking it's not a malacha. If he's thinking it's not a malacha, 39 malachas, he think it's not a malacha, so what's Shabbos? That I eat challah, I eat kugel, I eat What's Shabbos? We had that question before a few times. That's that's a question. And all the answers we give are the answers, but we, we have to have them. But according to Abayi, have a very simple solution. You could have done all 39 malachas. This wanting to pull, um, I don't know what, you wanted to, to, to make a hole in the ground, you thought it was soft sand, and all of a sudden you realize it's hard sand. You realize you were plowing. You wanted to throw, I don't know, uh, pebbles or, or, or beads, all of a sudden you realize it's seeds. Yeah? All the types of things that you wanted to do an action. I don't know if that's still such a good example. Yeah, example I, I wanted to throw seeds on the ground and I thought it was a, a, a hard, dry ground and it's not, it's not, it's not able to, to, things to grow in it. And all the time it does, things could grow in it. Or anything similar to that. 
I was shechting an animal, I thought it was dead already, all of a sudden I realized it was alive. I made a purpose. Many things that I, I wanted to do the action, I didn't know that it was the situation, which is a malacha, and therefore I did it. If that's considered a shayi, it's possible that a person should know about Shabbos, know about all 39 malachas, and still do each one of them, and he has to be a Muslim Muslim for that, but to do all 39 malachas, each one doing an action and not realizing that that action includes the malacha. So that makes it very well, makes, makes it work very well. The problem is Ravan. Ravan, Ravan, that he says that no, you must know exactly what you're doing, otherwise you're not chayiv. So the only way I can be chayiv on any malach is if I know exactly the malach that I'm doing. And if that's the case, we have that question we asked already a few times, if I know about Shabbos, I don't know about one single malach, what's Shabbos? Let's see. Tanan we have learned, it's actually a few lines down, that the basic malachas for Shabbos are 40 minus 1, 39. Now, but we have asked, as we will ask the next page, why do I need to say the number? is coming to tell us, I did them all with one mistake, which means I did not find out about any of the malachas before I did the next malacha. I didn't, I didn't know, and I didn't find out, and I did koitzer, and I didn't know, and I didn't find out. Etc. I need to bring a hat to speech. Now, how it's possible such a thing that a person should know about Shabbos and he should actually accidentally do all 39 malachas. The Omar that says, that we said before that he does an action, he's chayiv, chayiv, it's possible. The Yoda is sooner the Shabbos. He knew about Shabbos. You don't have to go so far as what I said. He forgot, he didn't know the measurement which is not allowed. He, he carried something or he planted things and he put two seeds and he thought they need to have five seeds. He always, they, everything that he did, he wrote two letters, he thought he had to write a full word in order to be high. He did all 39 malachas thinking that the amount that he's doing is allowed, and then he found out that it's not allowed. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I made a mistake. No, no, no. He intended to do it in the amount that he's not chayiv, and it happened to happen in the amount that he's chayiv. He looked at a bag and he thought it was only uh, less than a, the size of a dried fig, and he walked outside, and then he comes back and says, oh no, it's the size of a, of a dried fig. He wanted to throw something for two amis, and then it went for four amis, etc. He wanted to do things less than the measurement that makes you chayiv, and it happened to happen in the way that you are chayiv. So that, that makes a lot of sense. Elul and Rabbi, but according to Rabbi Dhammer Potter, that if you did not intend to do the actual action, which is a iser, then your potter, then how could it be that you know about Shabbos and not about Malachas? And we, we're going to repeat what we said earlier. will make sense. holds. If you did not know that your chayyim chorus with these Malachas, although you knew 
then it's Asur and Mashkachas, then you're giving a car of a Mashkachas, then everything makes sense. The other of Shabbos Balaam, he knew about all 39 Malachas that you're not allowed to do it, and he did not know the Yechayi Kardas. And he served with Rimshim Ben Lokish, Damar Chiyishkit Balaam Bekardas. If he has to not know that it's an Isur, the other of Shabbos Balaam, what did he know about Shabbos? So he answers the answer that we already said a few times, the Yodol of Yitchumim. He knew he not allowed to go out of Tchum Shabbos, but he holds like Rebekiva, and Tchum Shabbos is Isur to answer. So, Abaya holds, if I wanted to do an action which can be related to the Isur, although I had no intention to do it in the way of an Isur, I'm Chayim, Rabbi says your potter. Three examples. One example is, I had intention to cut a vegetable, and then I realized it was connected to the ground. Rabbi says, Potter, you have no intention to detach. Abai says, Hi, you have intention to cut. I had an intention to throw an object two hours in Rishus Rabbim, and I went for four. Rabbi says, Potter, you have no intention to throw four. Abai says, You're high, you have intention to throw. If someone threw an object four hours and he thought it was Rishus Ayachat, then I happened to be in Rishus Rabbim. Rabbi says, Potter, you have no intention to throw four hours in Rishus Rabbim. Abai says, You're high, you have intention to throw four hours. And each one is a chidush over the other. Because cutting a vegetable is unrelated to detaching. Throwing two amas is related to throwing four. It's included. Throwing two amas, he only had no intention to throw four. But, but if he wanted to throw four amas in the Shusayachan, he, he did exactly what he wanted. He just didn't know the situation of the area. Maybe he'll be, maybe he'll be high. No, Rabbi says he's potter. Abaye could have offered a way how it's possible for someone to not know about 39 malachis, not, not, not know, to do 39 malachis by accident and know about Shabbos. Because he knows about 39 malachis. He just intended to do each one of the 39 in a way that he wouldn't be chayev, and it happened to make him chayev. Ashlamazal, he's doing each one of them, trying each one, and thinking he's going to succeed, but it, it can happen. But according to Rama, he has to know exactly what he's doing. So how could he make a mistake in 39 malachis? He knew about Yisrael Tchumen. As we said okay, now we're finally coming to the Mishnah, which we have mentioned so many times. This is the beginning of the Lachas of Shabbos. Like, if you would write Masech the Shabbos, you would start Masech the Shabbos with this Mishnah. But luckily you had not. And the, 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 the Tanoim wrote Masech the Shabbos, and he had his reasons why he did it in a different order. So here we're going to the all the Lachas of Shabbos, because we went in the order of Actions prepared before Shabbos, get your candles ready, get your black ready, uh, cover, wrap things that you need to wrap. Then you want to look at the house, make sure you're not carrying anything, which you're not wearing anything, which is called carrying. Make sure your animal first does not carrying anything, then yourself, make sure you're not, you're not wearing the, 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 that you're carrying. And then once it's Shabbos, okay, now let's talk, talk what you're not allowed to do in general throughout the day. So now when you go through the 39 Malachas, Says the Gemara, always mulachis. One of the fundamental types of mulachis that all other Isurim branch off these fundamental types. Arbaim choser achas. It's 40 minus 1. And there are many reasons why the Mishnah has to say it in such a way. I don't remember them offhand right now. We'll let you post it on the forum if you want. What are the, four, the reasons why you say 40 minus 1? I mean, Chassidus also talks about it. 40 minus 1. And that's the obvious Malachas. It's the same with the Malkov. Yeah, yeah. But here there's a Pasuk, which is our boy McKenna. Uh, but here it doesn't say that in the Pasuk. Here the Pasuk. I know. So they, instead of 39, they say it's like 40 minus 1. 
Okay. So what are they? Hazirea sowing, planting, v'achoyrish plowing. Now usually we say the other way around, plowing then you plant, and the mother will deal with that why you change the order. V'achoyrish harvesting, cutting things that are attached to the ground. If you all have the fancy translations for the Tineram Lachos, you can help me. I'm a bit, a bit more simple than that. V'amamir, if someone piles together the wheat, when he's, after he cut it, he wants to pile it up in order to carry it away. Vadosh, threshing it, pressing off the husk, the cut, the, the, the bread, the, the peel that's covering it, he's pressing it off. Ammer is the same as Yosef in his dreams. You take them all and you put a string around it. Putting it in the bundles. Vadosh, he's threshing it. Vazur, he's winnowing it, he's throwing it in the air in order that the the heavy seed should fall back down and the husk should fly away. The haboyer, he chooses, he takes out all the pebbles that were mixed into the, to the grains. The he grinds it, the he's sifting it. He take out the, the, the bran that's still left, that did not fly away and get ground together with the, with the seeds, with the flour. He wants to sift them all out. The halosh, kneading, and baking. That's the end of the process of making bread. Then we go to the process of making clones out of wool. Hagoyz is a center, sharing wool. Then Amalamna, you, you bleach it, you clean it. Vahamanabsa, you comb it. Vahatsoiva, you dye it. Vahatsoiva, you spin it to make it into threads. Vahamesech, you set it up on the, on the machine, on the weaving machine. In order for it to weave properly, you have to have those loops that you, 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 you put them through in order to, to put the pedals up and down in order to, to weave it. So you put them through two of the loops. That's one of the explanations. Or some say you actually make two loops in order to allow the weaving of this clothing. So you need more loops, but two loops is the beginning. That's already the shear that you're already chayev. If you weave, and what's the shear for that? Two threads, which means you're 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 putting the 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 thread of the of the width. You're putting it in into the into, into the threads of the of the length. You put it one of the threads. You put them in between two of those threads. It's called the shuttle. Weaving process. It's called shuttle. Shuttle and yeah. Yeah. No, no, yeah. shuttle is in English. Shati? Shuttle. Shuttle. Okay. A little bob that goes between the two. Right, right. That's the area, the one yeah, the shuttle one. Then the which means um, if uh, there's a bit too much in the it's too thick the thread, so you have to like take off a bit. In order that it should weave properly and it should settle properly in the clothing. So again, it's uh, the shear is if in two threads you have taken off a bit in order to make it weave properly. That's called pitseya. That's part of the part of the weaving process. Okay, that's that. Then a Sometimes you would have to make a knot or untie it or. It might be a separate thing. Sometimes you make nets 
which then you 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 connect it through making knots, and sometimes you have to untie it for whatever reason, in order if it's, if it's too much knots together, or you have to strengthen it or fix it, as we'll see soon. Then you you untie the knot. So this is already a new process. We finished the process of making clothes. Now there's a process of making nets to make knots and then to untie the knots. Then fixing clothes. The hatoyfish they tefiris to sew two stitches. Or sometimes in order to make an even seam, when something got torn, you have to tear it a bit more and then fold it over and sew it properly. So if you tear from a clothing enough, the amount of uh, sewing two stitches, and, and that's actually your intention. So that's, that's another part of fixing clothes. So we spoke about making bread. We spoke about making clothes. We spoke about making nets. And we spoke about fixing clothes. Now about making leather. Someone traps a deer. I mean, you can make leather out of, out of many things, but you don't have to trap an ox. You just check it. But the, some things you have to trap. And in the Mishkan, as we'll see, there were things you had to trap. The tachach, you had to trap. So if you trap a, a, a deer, then a shumichatoi, you shecht it. Vamashitoi, you skin it. You take off the skin. Hamoyochoy, you salt it. And you tan it. You, you prepare the, the, the leather. We'll see later that really it goes together. Part of preparing the leather is salting it. It really isn't two things. And we'll have to put in a different detail to be the 39th Melocha. If you smooth it, take off all the hair, you have to like... Uh, to, to, like to, to shave off all the hair. If you cut it into um, certain measurements, that's what you do by leather. You cut it into certain measurements and then you make shoes out of it, you make straps out of it. That's the process. You cut it down into measurements. By clothes, you usually tear it in order to, 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 to sew it. And by leather, you, you cut it into measurements in order to make something out of it the way it is cut. Fine. Finish with that. Finish with making the skin, not making leather, mainly making, let's say, parchment. And now what do you do with the parchment? You start writing on it. So the next thing is, if you write. And what's the shear for that? Two letters. That could be a word. If you erase from a parchment or a piece of paper, the measurement which enables to write two letters, and your intention is to write two letters. Fine, finish with writing, now with building. If you build, if you destroy, as we'll see later, for a productive purpose. Okay, another thing which you would have by, by building things, you put out a fire, or you light a fire. Now, putting out a fire in order to light it, as we'll see later, it has to be a productive putting it out, which means I want to create coals that should light much better. So I have things that the fire, I lit them and made them into coals. And I put them out right now in order to save them, to, to, to use them later for coals, or if I light the fire. Then with more like metal uh, utensils, hamakevipatish. You do the last hammer blow to prepare it 
to the final preparation of a utensil to be used. And the next thing is if you take something out from one property, from one domain to another, all these are obvious malachis, the fundamental malachis are going with chaser achis 40 minus 1, and we will analyze them in the following Gemara, going one by one, these 39 malachis to explain what they are and what they apply to, what are the things that are branch of them as well. Yes. Uh, dear Rabbi, it says here, it's from Rashut Ayachid. Yeah. 